Howdy folks, my name is Jonathan Keim and I am the Communications Director of Cryptocurrency Wire. It's just one brand of over 30 that are part of the Investor Brand Network that we've developed over 10 years. So we've got lots of brands, most of them focus on the investment crowd. And what we primarily focus on with our Cryptocurrency Wire brand is to connect mainstream and financial markets with the latest innovations that are coming out in crypto. So that way they're informed and can benefit from the technology and the inventors you know, behind them can benefit from you know, all their labors and all the great things that they're coming out with. If you would like to reach out to us, feel free to go to our website at CryptocurrencyWire.com or you can follow us for the latest news on Twitter at CryptoNetWire. Back to the Wild West Crypto Show. I'm Drew. I'm Brent. And we have with us, as we do every week, Jonathan from Cryptocurrency Wire. Jonathan, how are you doing, my friend? Oh, doing pretty well here. How about yourselves? Yeah, good, good. Listen, yep. before we get started, we we're talking off camera. You got to tell folks about your new little babies you got in the kitchen. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we have some newborns, little uh, goat babies, and it's a little cold out there right now. So they came a little bit early and, and winter's going a little bit too long. So just keeping them alive. And of course, the sun will come out just like uh, this current epidemic will, uh, you know, at some point be over. So we're looking forward to that. Absolutely. You know what? We're going to have to send him a cowboy hat. Now, oh, I'm telling he's you, a rancher. He's a wrangler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a goat exactly. wrangler. Yeah, goat wrangler. There you go. All right. Well, uh, let's dive into this, Jonathan. We, we're starting to get some new news that is not all crypto. So Grayscale Investments announces strongest quarter ever with half a billion raised in the first quarter. That's a big deal. It is. It, it just shows how much money is flowing into crypto. They're the ones that run an SEC reporting company that makes it easier for investors to get exposure to digital assets. And they specifically said 88% of this inflow came from institutional investors, which I thought was pretty interesting because it kind of contrasts the headlines that have been going out. Uh, another thing I bring out is they reported increased diversification with 38% of the investors now in multiple grayscale products in their, well, for instance, like their Ethereum trust. And then as of March 31st, they now have approximately $2.2 billion in assets under management. Wow, wow, that's a, that, a good you know, size fund. I mean, we keep talking. At some point, we will no longer say we need adoption, but th that's a that's a great one towards adoption. We'll, we'll start saying we've been adopted. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, let's talk about BitGo continues its expansion of services, launches a dashboard for managing digital asset portfolio across wallets and exchanges, which sounds like a great idea. Tell us more about that. Absolutely. So through their acquisition of Lumina. Clients of BitGo can now bring data from any exchange or wallet into the BitGo portfolio dashboard for a consolidated view. Yeah, so uh, having all the data in one place is especially helpful for tax reporting. According to the release, this is just the beginning and we can expect more services over the next several months to be introduced. Uh, well, you know what? And that's great for those guys because now all of a sudden by being able to import that in there and consolidate you know, it'll, it'll make it easier uh, to track it. In fact, you know, when I managed money, it was amazing how many people you could gain their account just by being able to consolidate things and give them one report. I had one guy had 25 different $2,000 IRAs. Every year he put in a different fund, had no earthly idea what any of it was doing. Yeah. And just being able to consolidate it 
uh, ended up landing me an account because you know he had no idea where everything was. Yeah, good, good. And let's do this last one. Portis wallet acquired by Shapeshift. So I, I thought that that was really kind of interesting. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I'm sure most of your viewers have heard of Shapeshift before. They make it easy to trade cryptocurrencies within their self-custody platforms. Now, Portis is a non-custodial software wallet solution that has grown to become the leading wallet solution for decentralized finance, also known as DeFi for short. So together, Shapeshift users will now be able to log into and access the DeFi services seamlessly under one account. And then for the DeFi users of Portis, they'll be able to gain from being able to instantly convert between dozens of digital assets with zero commissions. So it's a big win for those who prioritize self-custody. The other thing I find interesting is, is we're really starting to flush out services. Mm -hmm. and, and things are becoming more robust. And with them becoming more robust, uh, Grayscale is able to raise half a billion dollars in the first quarter yeah. of institutional money. Because frankly, in, until we put the general public in the position of being able to use crisp crypto, buy it, sell it, handle it in the way that they're used to handling other assets, um, you know, you have a much harder time selling them on the idea of getting involved in crypto. Yeah. Where now, when you can get it on a dashboard, in fact, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, we had one that was rolling in with their Merrill Lynch statement mm -hmm. or with yeah. some of their brokerage statements, their crypto holdings. And so, man, when you can do that, it just gives not only an air of, of credibility to crypto, yeah. but it now starts to put it in, in something that they're used to. More to, traditional. Traditional, yeah. it's customary. Hey, and, hey, Jonathan, we've got about 30 seconds left. And with what you guys do, obviously, and we do it too, going to conferences and all that stuff, what are you kind of hearing? What's the pulse out there when people think there may be another conference besides just virtual? So a lot of them are going digital, as you know. Uh, we had a great one just last week, and that was with CoinGenius. And then I heard um, through a live stream that the Futurist Conference, which was one of the most successful ones throughout the world last year, when all of them were shrinking, this one doubled in size in Toronto. It was really, really fun. Uh, they're doing a Connectathon. So one thing I really like about these virtual conferences in the crypto space versus the other ones I'm seeing in cannabis, fintech, and just equity focused is there's a lot more focus on uh, getting that peer-to-peer -peer connection and chats going uh, versus more, you know, having a presenter, you listen in and it's over and everybody goes home. Exactly. And even the guys over at uh, Travis and Joel over at Bad Crypto Podcast, we got invited to a deal that they're doing. So we're excited about that as well. Well, Jonathan, we've we burned up another segment, my friend. Um, thank you for always being here. And we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.